Thank you for tuning in to Making It In The South Sound, the Chambers podcast series, bringing you stories and information about and for the South Sound business community. This podcast series is made possible through the support of our generous sponsors, Amazon, Columbia Bank, Minority Business Development Agency, and Verizon Wireless. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. I'm David Schrodel, Vice President at the Tacoma Pierce County Chamber. Elections are coming up quickly. Tuesday, November 8th is the last day to get your ballots in. And since it is not a presidential year, there are likely going to be fewer people voting. This means that every vote carries even more weight. In the Chamber's legislative survey, it was clear businesses were focused on public safety, supporting housing and development, and the tax and regulatory burden. So, as all the mailings, ads, and even text messages have made clear, what is at stake in this election is your chance to shape the future of these issues. So if you're still not sure about what this November election is going to look like, we're going straight to the expert on conducting safe, secure, and fair elections. Julie Anderson, our Pierce County Auditor. The County Auditor's Office is responsible for elections, licensing, and public documenting. And Julie is a nationally certified election administrator. So who better to tell us about this upcoming election? Julie Anderson, welcome to Making It in the South Sound. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about just what your day-to-day job looks like right now and so we have a sense of what's going on in the elections office and, and how that's going? Well, people are surprised to realize that this maybe is not our busiest time. There are 200 steps to putting together an election, and many of them happened months ago. Um, you know, even though everybody gets one ballot for this November election, did you know that we have, like, 300 different ballot types in Pierce County, and we have to make sure that the exact ballot style and type that belongs to you gets to you. So that's just one example of all the prep work we've done to get ready for this election. And now it's up to voters. Um, So we are busy reminding people about deadlines. We have same-day registration in Washington State, but we still want people to get registered early. We don't want you to meet the deadline. We want you to get ready before now. So you're going to see billboards and bus ads and TikTok stuff reminding people to make sure that their registration is current and up-to-date. And we push ballots out in the mail today. That's great. I'm, uh, I am amazed that the Pierce County Auditor's Office is on TikTok. Clearly, we at the Chamber need to up our TikTok game because I don't know that we have a TikTok audience really established yet. Um, I can't wait until the Auditor's Office is on Be Real with one shot a day of someone submitting their ballot. They're just waiting for that to go. I know that's next, right on the list. So. I'm writing that down. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, so you mentioned making sure the right ballot's getting to the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, with 300-some different ballots out there, that depending on which districts they're in, which city they're in, all of that, that's a complicated effort. Just real quick, if someone gets a ballot at their house that's not addressed to them, what do they do with it? Yeah, sometimes that can happen. People are also surprised to know that if you don't let us know that you moved, we often don't know that you moved, Uh, though we do use the um, National Change of Address Program through the um, United States Postal Service. We still rely on voters to help us keep voter rolls clean. So sometimes um, the past tenant of your apartment will have a ballot show up. Or um, you may have a kid that's gone off to school or now has a job in another state. Their ballot shows up. What we need you to do is just write on that envelope, 
return to sender, address unknown, and put it right back into the mail stream, just like you would a bill that doesn't belong to you. Get it out of your house. Get it back to us. Because then what we do is we will inactivate that voter. Now, notice I didn't say cancel, because we're not purging voters just because they forgot to tell us where they are. We're inactivating them so that we can stop wasting taxpayer money mailing ballots to the wrong address. That voter can just pick up the phone and call us anytime and say, where's my ballot? And then we reactivate their registration. What if it's a temporary move, say for a student who's at college? Can a parent just get on the phone and talk with the student, figure out the way on a vote and fill out the ballot for them? Or what's the procedure for that? No, that cannot happen. That should not happen because all of your listeners know that the last thing you do when you vote is you put it in an envelope and you sign an affidavit or oath. You cannot forge somebody's signature and it doesn't count. Well, he told me he wanted me to vote this way and it's okay for me to sign it. No, it is not. Um, What you need to do for that absent person or that's temporarily away is forward the ballot to them or better yet, have them call 253-798-VOTE and we'll issue them a ballot to their new address lickety split. I guarantee it'll get to them on time. And if you're really late and it's like election day, we'll even email the ballot to them. Wow, email ballots. I mean, admittedly, I voted in a few elections. I'm not um, ready to stop voting yet, thank goodness. Um, But I voted in a few elections over years. I don't think email voting was even thought of back then. What's changed in your time at the auditor's office as far as voting? Well, I want to make sure people don't walk away with misinformation and turn it into disinformation. We are not talking about internet voting and no, that person cannot return their ballot by email. It just means that I can send them a PDF of their ballot and their affidavit. They can print it out and then mail it to us just the way they would a normal ballot. That's what that means. That's pretty amazing. But um, what has changed in the time since I've been auditor? everything and all to the good. So we already touched on election laws that have changed. So since I've been auditor, we have become a same day registration community, which means that you can wait, not encouraging this, but you can wait up until 8 p.m. on election day to get registered and you will get a ballot and you will be able to vote. People that are listening to that may be freaking out saying, well, that just means a bunch of cheaters can come and register and vote. Mm, No, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes. You're going to apply to register, but we're still going to do verification. We're going to make sure you're qualified to vote. We're going to make sure you have a residential address that's valid, et cetera, et cetera, before we give you that ballot and certainly before we count it. What else is new? 16 and 17-year-olds can pre-register now. Notice I said pre-register. You still have to be 18 to vote, but you can also vote if you're 17 years old in a primary. Hmm. So here's the logic in that. Here's what the legislature thought, that it's just a drag to be 18 years old and you get to vote in the general, but you had no say-so in winnowing the field in the primary, which means that you would be voting on a bunch of deadbeats that you didn't support in the first place. Why can't you have a role in deciding who makes it to the general? So you can vote if you're 17, but only in the primary and only if you're going to be 18 by the general election. But you can pre-register if you're 16 and 17 years old. And that also means online. So you can have the same voter registration experience as a 44-year-old dude. 
You're not supposed to tell anyone my age. What are you doing? <laughs> um, thanks for that insight. I had no idea. I'm, I feel like I spent a lot of time thinking about elections, but I'm learning heaps in this conversation. Uh, you mentioned the ability to email someone a ballot that they can print out, yes. mark, and mail in. We've gone to all mail in here in Washington State. Um, are there other ways that people can get their ballots and beyond mailing them? And do we need a stamp these days? You have not needed a stamp for a good long while. It doesn't matter if you're returning it um, first class or whether you're dropping it in a drop box. You don't have to dig for a stamp anymore. Uh, you are saving us money. If you use a drop box, you're also cutting out the middleman. You know, if you want to make dead certain that your mail doesn't get mishandled, you can use one of our 50 drop boxes. That's another thing that's changed. 50. Gosh, when I was auditor, when I first came on board, we had like 10. Now we have 50. Um, the other thing that has changed is I uh, contract with all three library districts in Pierce County, Puyallup, Tacoma, and Pierce County Rural. And on election day, they all become extensions of our office. So that means 27 library branches in Pierce County are available to help voters. They become extensions of our office. So that last minute registrant we were talking about, or the person that lost their ballot, their dog ate it, or if they're being honest with themselves, they put it in the recycling. Um, those people can walk into a public library on election day and we can help them with all of that. That is also very helpful for people in the community who are unhoused, who are uh, living without a home um, and they don't have a reliable place to get mail. They can register, but they can also walk in um, and get their ballot printed for them um, by one of the library staff. Again, election officials behind the scenes over the phone and in computers are doing all the verification work and security, but the library staff are acting as concierges and, um, and, and a printer, the printer that people don't have. So anybody in any circumstance can vote in Pierce County. That's great to hear. You know, election security and same-day registration have been hot topics at the national level. How are you making sure that people who are registering the same day aren't already registered in the system or have already voted? Man, we should talk more often. A lot has happened, David. <laughs> in 2017, no, 2019, Washington State changed significantly. We went from every county managing their own voter registration system to a hybrid integrated model where we are all interacting with one large voter registration system. So what that means is on election day, you cannot drive up and down the I-5 corridor, stopping at every county, register and vote. We have real-time visibility on what's happening in Asotin County, what's happening in Clark County. So I can see if you're registered, if you used to be registered, if you've moved, if you've already cast a ballot, if there's a ballot that's been challenged, I can see all of that. So that's one of the ways that we keep um, election integrity in place with same-day registration. And it also means that the counties can help each other. And we have what's called universal registration now, which means that if you're on a business trip, listen up, audience, if you're on a business trip and you forgot about the election and you're somewhere in Washington state, pull over into any elections office. It doesn't matter that you're a Pierce County voter. They're going to be able to update your registration, register you, and get you your Pierce County ballot, not some crazy provisional ballot. You're going to be able to vote just as though we mailed it to you at home. 
That's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, what it also says to me is there's even more emphasis on the role of the state auditor in some of this work, as opposed to maybe pre-2019, it looked a little different at the state level. So it's an interesting thought of the way that some of those responsibilities have changed over time. Yeah, so we're, I would say we're more of an integrated team, and certainly the Secretary of State um, owns the uh, IT infrastructure that makes that consolidated voter registration and election management system possible, but all 39 counties have an or, and we're all pulling in the same direction. Uh, we can't do it without each other. Thank you for that uh, very gentle clarification. I should have said it's the Secretary of State's office that's doing it at the state level. So thank you for that reminder. Well, we, we like to make it easy in Washington State for citizens to intuitively Always. know where to go. For example, would you really think you go to an auditor's office to do voter registration. If you're from Minnesota, no, it takes a minute to figure it out. Absolutely, appreciate that. Um, so, you know, in addition to voter security, vote security, we've seen some increasing issues around security of election workers and safety mm -hmm. with more aggressive behavior towards them. Are you seeing that and how are you dealing with it? And, and what can the community do to support these essential election workers that are gonna make sure our votes are all counted? The first thing that you can do is let's just start being nice to each other, period. Election workers aren't any more important than your grocery store workers, your public health workers, police officers, or your neighbor. So let's just all start being nice to each other. That's the best thing that you can do. I don't like to minimize the experience of other people who have experienced very real threats on their personal safety and some really aggressive behavior that's made them hate their jobs. That does happen out there. That has not been the Pierce County experience. Even in 2020, which I think we could all fairly say was a very energetic election with strong opinions and robust turnout, we had a great time and voters were generally well behaved and they appreciated us. Every now and then we got somebody drive through and they slam their ballot on the counter. But you know something, you get that ever you get that everywhere. If you work in retail or in public service, just try paying your taxes sometime. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. And and I'm glad that citizens of Pierce County are are behaving well and getting along with other citizens of Pierce County who are who are really working hard to make sure that elections are working the way they should. Um, you mentioned uh, the piece around uh, getting ballots counted. How long does it take to count the ballots? When does the counting start? And when can we start seeing early results? Where should we go for those? Okay. So we have an 18-day voting period in Washington State. I just said that we mailed out ballots today. Today is Friday, October 21st. They're going to be hitting your mailboxes on Saturday, probably. Um, don't panic until, wait until Tuesday, okay? Just wait until Tuesday, and then call us if you haven't received it. But uh, we've mailed out ballots already, and you can vote that sucker. Can I say sucker on? You can vote that guy as soon as you get it. And in fact, we encourage early voting if you've already made up your mind. You're welcome to hold it until the last minute. Whenever we get that ballot, um, and we collect from our drop boxes, this is kind of the slow period of the election, but we collect at, at minimum once every 48 hours. Did you know that you could track your ballot? So if you wanted to know, did she get it? Did she get it? Did she get it? You can go online, votewa.gov, look at your voter registration and see your ballot status. When we mailed it to you, when we've received it back from you, is it challenged? Did you forget to sign it? And has it been approved for processing? 
So you can get all of that information self-serve. It won't tell me who I voted for, though, right? No, it will not. Uh, by the time that uh, information hits the election management system, your identity, de- identity has been divorced from your ballot. So um, that's, a, that's a good point. So if you make an error in voting, um, we don't have any way of contacting you to let you correct it, which is why we allow voters to correct their own ballots. Um, so if you make a mistake, you draw a line through it and make another choice. But if you um, uh, write me a love note on the ballot, I won't know who it's from. It's too bad. So no notes. So when can we start seeing results and... Um, where's the right place to go to get accurate, informed results? There's a well, they're all accurate, and you, several places you can go. Um, no results are released until after eight p.m. on election night, so that's November the eighth. It generally takes uh, twenty to thirty minutes after eight p.m. for the counties to begin posting their results. Um, why so slow? Um, well, we do lots of checking and double checking and quality assurance to make sure that the numbers that have been released from the tabulations machine make sense. So we do some auditing before we release them to the public. For local elections, I'm going to encourage you to go to piercecountyelections.org. We put up a PDF of our local election results, and that's going to be up in a flash. It's going to take a while for the Secretary of State's results to come up. So if you're interested in statewide results, hold on to your pants. It's going to take 20 to 30 minutes and go to votewa.gov. If you want local election results quickly, go to um, piercecountyelections.org and look for the PDF we have posted on our site. Great. So, and there's been a lot of focus on candidates in this election cycle, but I know it's not all just people. There's some ballot measures there as well. I think I saw one from uh, Tacoma Metro Park District, and I saw one in University Place. Can you tell us just a little bit about what those entail? Um, I I am going to encourage people, because I do not want to interpret what the ballot titles mean, and I I don't want to bore people by reading the ballot titles. So please go to your your voter guide and read for yourself. But you're going to see measures, depending on what ballot you get and what neighborhood you live in, you're going to see measures for Metropolitan Park District, for um, we've got uh, two school districts, Puyallup and Derringer. Then we've got two fire districts, um, and we've got a public safety measure in University Place, and then we've got races. Uh, quite a few judges for district and municipal county council. It's that time of year to rotate in some new county council members, prosecuting attorney, and auditor. And I think your listeners know if they're going to be looking through there and they're going to say, oh, where's that Julie Anderson? I am term limited out. So for the first time in uh, 12 years, it's an open seat, which is, I think, pretty exciting for the community. I personally support term limits, so I am not sad about this. I think it's good for the community, and there is there are some good candidates. So over those 12 years, we, we talk about every vote counts. There must have been some close races over that time. Mm-hmm. Any that come to mind or any kind of <laughs> stories about trying to count all the votes in some of those close, close races? Well, it's not unusual for counties, Pierce County or any county, to have recounts. Um, they have to be super close. And the hand recounts are probably the ones that catch the most attention because you do a hand recount whenever they are super close. We're talking about divided by less than 200 votes um, in local elections, so or 150. 
Um, so those hand recounts are, are f- memorable and fun, but I'll tell you that ever since Pierce County and other counties migrated to digital technology instead of optical technology, the results don't change, like even by one vote. Um, But we still go through the paces, invite candidates and observers on the floor to see it. It's fun to do time-lapse photography. It takes us, um, depending on how big the race is, it takes us anywhere from four hours to two days to do a hand recount. And it's fun to watch that in time-lapse. And it's fun at the end of it to have spot-on election results that were exactly the same as um, when election results were certified. Um, A memorable story is in tiny races, um, like uh, I think there was a water district race. That's a very small group of voters. Um, We actually decided the race by a coin flip because it was a dead tie, and we did a hand recount, and it was still a dead tie. And um, uh, state law allows me to do any kind of a lot system, which means that uh, we there's a we could have done a card trick we could but we did a coin flip that's amazing uh and it's a good reminder every vote counts the accuracy with the digital technology should inspire more confidence in the results we're getting Uh, these are all great things to hear about Um, i've learned a lot today despite feeling like i was up to speed on elections so you can still go get registered same day lots of places to do that even if you're across the state lots Mm -hmm. we've learned today thank you so much again for being here julie do you have any last words or takeaways that you'd like to leave our listeners with If you have any question and there is no dumb question, please call 253-798-VOTE. Talk to one of our experts. Don't ask your question to the Twittersphere. Your Twitter friends are not that smart, and sometimes they'll give you bad information. So call your election official at 253-798-VOTE or visit our website, piercecountyelections.org. That's great. Thank you again, Julie Anderson, Pierce County Auditor. That does it for this episode of Making It in the South Sound. Thank you for joining us. Episodes can be found on the Chamber's website at www.tacomachamber.org. Look for the link on the homepage and in the top menu. You can listen to Making It in the South Sound directly on our website, or better yet, subscribe to them and never miss an episode. We again want to thank our sponsors. Their generous commitment makes this series possible. They include Amazon, Columbia Bank, Minority Business Development Agency, and Verizon Wireless. Thank you again, and listen for future episodes coming soon.